website is no good mm-hmm. if you don't drive traffic to it. And so that's say it again. Wait, say it again. A, a, we- a website is like a billboard in a desert. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna see it, right? Unless you drive traffic to it. Right. Hey everybody, my name is Devin Wilmot Johnson. I am the event producer for the Wildlife and Business Conference, and I am here with the one, the only. Ramaya Trask. Whoop, whoop, whoop. What's up, what's up, what's up? Say hello to the audience. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Get it, let us get to know you a little bit more. You're one of the speakers for WOW 2024. So we're super excited to have you. And just thank you for being um, today on the WOW podcast. Tell us oh. a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Ramaya and I am in marketing. I'm a marketing specialist. I have a web design agency, marketing agency. And my goal with business and life is to help people get customers. That's really my primary goal. So that's, I try to, I try to keep it simple. That's who I am. My favorite color is orange. Oh, and then uh, what's your shirt say? It says, be freaking amazing. I think I saw that on your website. Is that, that's your slogan, right? It is. Tell us a little bit more about be freaking amazing. So be freaking amazing is basically what it says. Like it means to, to, don't half step in anything. Whatever you do, make sure you do it in a freaking amazing mm-hmm. way. Not just kind of amazing. It's just a level of excellence, right? And it was something that I was, I used to say it all the time, be like, how are you doing? I'm freaking amazing. I'm freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, be freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. It's a state of being, not just, it's, mm-hmm. it's who you are. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so that's that's where that came from. And it's trademarked. Yes, so you so can't steal it. Don't steal it, but you could, <laughs> but you could wear it though. Yes. Awesome. So marketing guru, tell us a little bit how you got into the realm and the world of marketing. Gotcha. So I'm young. I'm older than I look. You don't look a day over 25. (laughs) Okay. Let's go. ahead. I'm I'm older than I look. So, um, back in 2000, Mm -hmm. I was in college, like literally 2000, 1998, 1999, 2000. I took a web design class. Mm -hmm. Um, I built a website for my church. The website actually kind of sucked, but I liked it. Mm. And then I got into a marketing class and I really liked it. Um, I fell into the world of web design because I figured out I could make money. Somebody offered me to pay me for a website and I was like, you're going to pay me for this? But what happened was over time, I realized that a website is no good if Mm. you don't drive traffic to it. And so- that's say it where, again. Wait, say it again. Uh, for a, web, a website is like a billboard in a desert. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to see it, right? Unless you drive traffic to it. Right. So I was like, okay, how do I get traffic to these websites that I'm building? So I, I fell into digital marketing. Love it. Love it. And that was a really interesting time because that's really when e-commerce was taking off around 2000, right? Mm-hmm. And so what are the major trends that really stood out to you from 2000 to now in regards to just web development, web design? The the biggest things were switching from HTML, hand coding things, into now having platforms like WordPress, Shopify, mm-hmm. that makes it easier to build a website. So like building a website is not complicated or hard but so you have to as a professional you have to know the psychology behind it like what's the Mm. purpose of the website what is it going to do like what are the primary things you need and why do they exist like when people say put testimonies on websites it's because you need social proof people need to believe that you can get them Mm -hmm. a result 
in order for them to do business with you. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole, I mean, I could do a master class on that, but I know this is not the place for the master class. But we don't have you come back and do the we, master we class. Can, we, can, we can make that happen. Um, but those are the biggest trends. Mm-hmm. Just make it ease of design, right? Using templates. Templates is not a bad thing. There was a time where it was like, oh, you use a template, you ain't mm-hmm. no good. Nah, I, I know how to manipulate the template, which makes it better than just, just the template itself. Yeah. Awesome. And so tell us, you know, in the world, like you said, it kind of switched over to HTML hand coding where you kind of needed to know um, how to code and, you know, to get a website up on a platform. Now, you know, anybody can just log into Shopify or, you know, Wix and Mm kind of create an account and have something up and running. So now living in a world today where people can just kind of three clicks of a button, have a website up and running. Why do you think that it's still important to hire somebody who um, is an expert at web development and web design versus just doing it yourself? Yeah, because you you actually need a a content-driven strategy with your website. Like, your headline needs to say who you are, what you do, mm-hmm. and they need to know how they can get it. And there's certain things. Example, mm-hmm. working on a project right now, and I'm rebuilding a store for somebody. Their homepage for their store had no products. And I'm like, this is a store. The purpose of this website is to sell the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't sell something that's hidden behind page two or page three. We need to bring your product to the front. And so those are things that you would think is common sense. But some people, pe- most people think about themselves when they're building a website. You have to think about your customers when you build a website. Nobody cares about your story. They care about how what's in it for them, and that's how you can help them. That part, yes. And then they have a attention span of like five seconds two, at this point. Two seconds. I know I was seconds. a little generous, right. right? And so you have to right when they get to the website, they need to know why they're there, what they need to do with it to drive conversion. So, really, really good insight, really good feedback. Tell us, bring us back though. Let's let's rewind. I know two thousand. You know, you built website for uh, your church. Now, speaking of church, I read that you were actually also a pastor. You have some some history in that's, the. That's correct. Okay, we got a we got Bishop Bishop Ramaya Trask bishop. on the. Not Bishop. A, <laughs> Tell a, us, associate pastor. Um, yes, I've I've been an associate pastor for. A few, I've actually been ordained since two thousand and twelve. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have no church, so you can't come to my church. But I, but I do leave from mm-hmm. a pastoral side. And you are the church, you know, because. So, do you feel like your business is also a form of ministry for you? Definitely, yeah, definitely is. Um, I, I, I focus on impact. I believe in making an impact. If you impact people, the income will come. So, mm-hmm. and I believe that there's this book called Business Seekers of the Bible, mm-hmm. and there's a a part in there that says that. Earnings and profits is God's way of rewarding us for serving his people. Right. And mm-hmm. so that's how I look at when I'm helping a client, I'm helping God's people. Mm, I love that. I love that. So this year, WOW Conference, WOW 2024, the overarching theme is embracing the journey. So can you talk a little bit about, um, I know we spoke before the cameras were rolling about 2023, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. how 2023 was kind of that transition year tell us a little bit about that and um let us dive into that and tell us a little bit about embracing the journey and some tidbits that we can take from that gotcha as well. gotcha so if i if i could kind of if i can kind of back up the 2015 yeah. 
So 2015 is when I went full time in my business. Okay. Um, I, I drew up a plan. I was like, I'm making this much. If I could get this many projects, I can go full time. I got the projects, went full time, did pretty well. 2016, I got introduced into a mentor and I did my first six figure year. 2017, kept going up, kept going mm-hmm. up, kept going up. 2020, I actually hit a, I think it was 2020 or 2021, I hit a peak. Where, mm. where, and I don't want to give numbers, but I did really, really well, right? It's like super, super well. Mm-hmm. I guess I can give numbers. I did a half a million, which that may be great for some, for an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm ecstatic, right? Um, so I'm thinking I've never had a year that I've gone down. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what are we doing next year? Right, you know? right. The next year came 2022 and we kind of hit, took a little hit a little bit. And then 2023 comes around, and then a lot of these transitions happen. So we just moved to Dallas. So excited to be here. Yes. Um, but right when I decided to move to Dallas, I had contracts, high-paying contracts, mm-hmm. that all got canceled around the same time. And I'm like, what's going on? Mm. Like, what's really going on? And that's where the faith kind of kicks in at. Because I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to move to Dallas. I'm coming from Baton Rouge. Business is going to go up. I'm going to a, a major market. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about to get good. That's what I'm thinking. But it didn't get good. It's getting good. But it didn't get good right away. It mm-hmm. kind of got bad. And it was almost like my faith had to kick in. Mm. And I had to really trust and rely on God to bring in the income, to mm-hmm. replace that income. Mm-hmm. Because I've already built a life based on what I've been making. Right. And I now I'm in a new place. I can't, what I'm going to go tell my wife, we got to move back home. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that's some real stuff right there. Mm. But keeping, keeping faith and all, and also going back to one thing I had to do was I had to say, where has my business come from in the past? Go back to that thing. And then I was kind of transitioned from coaching and marketing, coaching, things like that, back into my agency, back to web design. And that's when... I saw things start to open back up and it actually opened up more coaching for me. Um, but I had to, it was a trying time. 2023 was a lot of lessons learned. Mm. Mm. So with that being said, I know some entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, small business owners who are even trying to get to that half a million, you know, they, um, and some have taken years, you know, and we still haven't hit that. So anybody who is, on that journey, that assignment that God has given them in regards to a work assignment, what are some major tips that you can give to somebody um, who's kind of like at that point, hey, like, I might have to move back home. This isn't mm-hmm. going to work. I'm about to drop out of school. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to go back and get another job. Like, what tips do you have for somebody in that scenario? I, I will say this. Um, we We went through a time where on social media, you mm-hmm. saw a lot of people making millions of dollars and they look like us and they look like regular everyday people. And some of them are and were. Um, however, that should not be the the goal. What you need to do is you need to look at yourself, look at your life and say, where do I need to be? How much money do I need to make to live my life comfortably or to get to the level I want to get on? And it may not be seven figures. It may be 250000 or whatever it is and focus on that and then put a plan in place to say, how much of my products and services, how many clients do I need to serve to make this happen and put a plan to, to meet that and compete with yourself. Don't compete with other people. 
That's a that's a trap that I fell in. I was around other millionaires and I was going for something that wasn't for me. Maybe yet it may be for me, but it wasn't for me then. And so I was trying to put myself on a level doing things that was outside of what God really called me to mm. be. I love that. A lot of people who are watching this podcast, they are maybe entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, um, small business owners who are trying to reach a goal, right? Um, and I know you mentioned, hey, it might be time we got to consider moving back. There's a lot of people who are in the room of the WOW conference or even watching this um, in real time who are saying, hey, like I have to drop out of school. This isn't working. I'm going to have to go Uber. I'm going to have to go maybe back to my 95. I'm going to have to move, you know, back home. So um, kind of give us two to three tips that you would say uh, for somebody who might be in that scenario. Gotcha. Know. Gotcha. So what I what I would say is figure figure out where you need to be. Like, look at your life. Don't compare yourself to other people, what you see other entrepreneurs making, because that's a trap you can fall in mm -hmm. trying to reach somebody else's goal. If if you need to make $8,000 a month or whatever that number is, figure that out and then put a plan in place to see what products and services do you have? How many customers do you need to serve to bring in that type of income? And then you need to put your foot to the ground, pedal to the metal and go out there and get it. Um, I will give another tip, like we're transitioning back, like we're here in a, well, we're in a studio, but we're in person. You guys are watching this. You're, you're here in a, at an event. We're transitioning back to in-person things. So don't get, we still love Zoom, but don't get so comfortable with Zoom that you forget to go network in person. Mm. Um, there's a lot of money on the table that you're leaving because you're not going to meet people where they are. Mm. And it's really interesting that you said that because going back to like the pandemic and now we're getting kind of out of that pandemic era, it's like people are realizing, hey, I need people and I don't need them just digitally. I need them. I need to be able to mm -hmm. touch them. I need to mm -hmm. be able to have a conversation that isn't even timed or constricted to a calendar, just being able to meet up at a coffee shop. And it kind of drives me to the topic of human capital and mm -hmm. how important that is, you know, especially when you are an entrepreneur or a small business owner. What are your thoughts on human capital being a small business owner, entrepreneur? And um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Human capital is 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 priceless. People do business with people. Mm -hmm. um, my last two projects that, that have paid me deposits have been people that have said, I need somebody that I can touch. I need to work with somebody local. Mm -hmm. um, and, and even with that, these were people that were not in Dallas. These are people that, that are in Baton Rouge that, that still thought I was in Baton Rouge. And I told them, look, I'm no longer in Baton Rouge. I'm in Dallas. And it was like, that's okay, but I know you're a real person. Like, mm -hmm. people have referred me to you. I need to work with somebody who I can call, who I can get in touch with. Um, mm -hmm. So that's a that's a real thing. That's no value on that. Mm. You being in the marketing space, I know that, you know, you touch and dabble into, like, digital marketing, social media, uh, I know, obviously, we talked about web development. Tell us a little bit about social media and where you think that that is going for 2024 and what small business owners and entrepreneurs need to be prepared for going into the 2024 uh, social media market. You need to talk your stuff, right? <laughs> you, need to, you need to create content so people know who you are, what you do, who you do it for. Um, and you need to educate with these platforms. It don't have to be boring education. It could be funny. Mm -hmm. It could be memes. It could be different things like that. Um, but you, but you want to bring awareness 
to your thing and let people know that you're the expert at what you do. So you have to create content on whatever platforms you're on. You got to create content. And what advice do you have for people who like that thought just brings anxiety, but they have a really great product or service and social media is just something where they do not feel like they can be in that space. So, so get with somebody who can help you to, to create it. You do, do have to put your face out there. Like that's because we just talk about the human, human capital. People want to do business with people, mm-hmm. not necessarily brands, unless you're a big brand who's already established like a Nike or Coca-Cola, but on a, on an entrepreneur level, they want to do business with you. Nobody cares that the name of my business is Design Baton Rouge. Like mm-hmm. they don't even know until they get an invoice. And then they're like, Who? I didn't even know that till this podcast. See what I'm saying? Like you don't yeah. even know till you get an invoice. Um, but there's there's I there's, like that. I see what he what you did there. Okay, sorry, keep going. I uh-huh. like that. Um, what was what was my thought? So I was gonna say something about Cat Williams, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on that. Oh no, we wanna <laughs> we're gonna hold <laughs> he said off. No. <laughs> the producer said no. Nope. <laughs> my um Hey, this video would go viral if we did, you know, tagline. I'm, like, coming, no, I'm, coming, I'm coming back to it. Where was I? Oh, so there's this thing that I have that's called nine posts in nine minutes. Uh-huh. And this is all you need to create content. What are three questions that your audience have? What's three problems that your audience have? What's three desires that your audience have? And mm. just answer one of those things. So one problem that my audience has is they can't be found online because they don't have a website, right? And so mm-hmm. I can talk about that. I can say one of your biggest problems is people can't find you online. And the reason is because you don't have a website. You don't have an online presence. Here's how you can fix it. Number one, boom. Number two, boom. Number three, boom. That's a piece of content. Mm-hmm. What's another problem my audience has? Talk about their problem. Mm-hmm. So you do problems, questions, and desires. Mm-hmm. And you can create content for days just with those three things. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we've covered a lot for entrepreneurs, small business owners. What about medium to large size businesses um, who have already made their first couple of million? You know, they have deemed themselves, okay, we're at a successful point. What tips and advice do you have for them in regards to marketing for 2024? Gotcha. So it depends on where where they're trying to grow. Um, What I have seen is that a lot of larger businesses, social media presence is not good. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's, there's opportunity there for just realizing that you need a, a spokesperson, a person that can be the face of the brand um, that puts out content, that puts out information. Um, and then, of course, there's a lot of um, account-based marketing, which you may or may not already be doing. But I find that account-based marketing is some of the best marketing you can do, creating a list of the top 100, if you be to be companies mm-hmm. that you want to work with, and then putting out information and direct reach out to to work with them um that's a that's a loaded question because it just depends Mm -hmm. um where they're trying to grow so would you say it's just important that somebody who is looking for marketing in that medium to large business um arena should really just heavily know how to interview those who want to do their marketing or branding or advertising services for them i I think they i think you need to know what your goal is Mm -hmm. what what's your end result because it's easy for somebody to get a contract and and really put out a lot of fluff that's not going to move the needle. Um, if that's what you want, that's cool. But if you want the needle to be moved, 
then you need to work with somebody who is going to be, I guess, results oriented. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to switch it up here. I know that you're a family man. You're a husband. You're a father. Mm -hmm. So talk to us a little bit about being a family man and still owning a successful business and how you balance the two and still be leader of the household, still be husband, still be dad. Um, and what advice do you have for somebody who might be in your position? You got a time block and you have mm -hmm. to prioritize, like you have to schedule your time out. So like I still, my wife works from home. We both have home offices, right? And so my wife is in education. Um, I still, I take the kids to school in the morning. I pick mm -hmm. the kids up after, you know, at the end of the day. So that means I have these many hours mm. to to get work done. So I just make sure that I time block and I do my scheduling within those hours and I prioritize and, and block out family time as well. Awesome. And then tell us a little bit about, for those who might not know what time blocking is, can you give mm. us an example? Yeah, so time, time blocking is where you say, I'm going to, uh, there's this thing called a Pomodoro clock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. look up a Pomodoro and so you can do different increments. You can do 90, 20, 90, or 40, 20, 40, 20. <clears throat> and let's just take the 40, 20, where you say, I'm going to work, focus with no distractions for 40 minutes. And then when that clock rings, I got 20 minutes to scroll on social media, go get a snack, walk around the house, do whatever I want to do. And then when that 20 minutes is up, now I got 40 more minutes of unfocused, un uninterrupted time. And it just helps you get more done um, it, when you focus versus when you're distracted. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the WOW podcast. We had Ramaya Trask here, the marketing guru, and he is freaking amazing. Okay, so make sure to check out Ramaya and also everything that we have to offer with WOW Conference 2024. We will see you next time. Bye.